Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome down to Running Down the Clock. I'm Tyler Walzak. I'm looking here at Puya Puya. Uh, you look different today. Is it the uh, earplugs? It is the earplugs. Do you want to talk about the earplugs or just, you know, in case any of the uh, I can't really hear you. You got to speak up. In case any of our fans are worried about you, give them a little uh, rundown of what's going on in our world over the last three days. Yeah, I missed a lot of the games this weekend due to medical issues. I, I guess I'd be on our IR list. You'd definitely us. be on our IR list for four weeks. At um, least. Yeah, I got uh, deafness in one year, tinnitus, vertigo. Just a lot now, of uh, now is odd the ton- is the tinnitus in the same deafness year? Yeah, it's all in the same year. Right ear, right ear is just done for. Called the quits. But, but the left ear is good to go. No, now the left ear becomes ultra sensitive to sound, so I got to keep that one plugged too. Right, isn't there a Seinfeld episode about this? Beg your pardon. Isn't there a Seinfeld episode about this? A Seinfeld episode about them being deaf. Were you uh, talking? There's to one year? where. Um, Elaine fakes being deaf in yes. the phone not to talk to the driver. Yeah. 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 And then she and tries the guy's where ear. Jerry ear dates ear. the deaf girl. At the yeah, tennis the match. tennis, the tennis match girl, the ball girl, ball lady. Yeah. There's that's a show where you, you have to make sure you're talking to somebody's good ear. No, it's that was George. George. George was dating the George. girl. He told her, I love you very early in the yeah, relationship. In the car. And yeah. she said, what? I'm deaf in my left ear. So he tries saying it again. And then she says, no, I heard you. Well, he found time. out through Kramer that she's deaf in the one ear because she never said, I love you back. Yeah. But later she says, oh, I know. I heard you the first saying, time. I, love. I heard you. <laughs> See, it's just a constant Seinfeld episode that we live over here. Yeah. So how about those bad, uh, um, how about that bad Monday night football game? These primetime games are like 23 and three. They're all hitting the under. Which is boring as fuck. I I watched. Uh, I didn't watch the first half. I watched a little bit of the third quarter, and I was like, "This is a garbage football game." And then I turned it off. Which I yeah, read through. It I was through bad football games, but one I don't like the Bears or the Vikings. Um, and both both you can salvage a bad game with good defense, but this was just bad quarterback play. Yeah. Um. The Bears won with no touchdowns. I know. Like that's how boring this game was. Yeah, that's. I don't even think Bears fans would be happy about that win. I think Bears fans take whatever win they can get right now. Well, they're few. What are they sitting at? Three wins. I think they got three wins. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a bad blow for the Vikings team that looked like they were going to compete to be in the playoffs this year. Does this one loss and like essentially? a step back, a big step back for Joshua Dobbs. Does this kind of put them in jeopardy of losing out of their, that playoff spot in the NFC North? Oh, I think for sure it does. The six and six. Who's going to take that spot from them? Well, that's the thing is so it's four and six. The bears have four wins. Um, Vikings have six wins. If we're looking at the standings right now, it would be overall. um, Let's see what actually wild card in the NFC. You would have Eagles, 49ers, Lions, Falcons, then you'd have Cowboys, Seahawks, Vikings. So Vikings are still in that playoff spot at six and six, currently being trailed by the Packers, Rams, and Saints, all at five and six. Right. And Which the also Falcons. the Falcons are are winning the division at five and six right now. Isn't that yeah. pretty Fuck. horribly embarrassing? Wow. Just like last year, right? Yeah, that division has not gotten any better. So the Carolina Panthers have one win and ten losses on this season. They're only four. They're only five wins away from having a home game in the playoffs. If they can get to six and eleven, and every other team loses, I mean they won't. But they're they're still technically not eliminated from a home game in the playoffs at one and ten because that's, this division is so horrible. That's insane. Yeah, that's and oh, well, should we get to that news then with Frankie Reiki boy? Sure. So no, yeah, go for it. Frank Reich fired mid-season, second year in a row. Yep, second last year in a row. Year. Colts last yeah. year. I think he lasted longer this season than he did last season. Well, 
Yes, but he did have a few years before that with the Colts, did he not? No, but like in no, I, think I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but like he he lasted. Yeah, I, I know what you mean too. But into the season, he was fired faster last yeah. year than he was this year. Um, this owner, Dave Tepper, I think his name is something Tepper, is known for firing people very quickly if they don't get the job done. Is that a good thing or a bad thing as a fan base? Like if you were a fan and your coaches notoriously got fired after one or two years of bad production, happier or is that more detrimental to your team? I I think it's always has to be situationally based. Yeah. They don't have a good team right now. It's not like the coach was the the problem, like uh, what we believe with the Chargers, right? Where they have a good team and the coach might be the issue. They don't really have a stacked team to begin with. So bringing in a different guy, I don't think he's going to make any difference. Now, the story came out that Frank Wright wanted C.J. Stroud. I don't know how much truth is to all this. It's just the internet rumors. Yeah, Frank Wright and the quarterback coach and the quarterback coach as well. Yeah, they never wanted Bryce Young to begin with. The owner wanted Bryce Young. Yeah. So far, Yeah. and again, the Houston Texans team looking a little better than the Carolinas team in terms of the, the quality of players around the quarterback. I'd say 100%. Nico Collins, Tank Dell. But that doesn't look good. When your owner's making decisions like that and they're being wrong, that's not a good look. That's not good for the fans. That's not good for your team. That's not good for the next coach coming in who just sees, you know, what the fuck's going on here? Like, I can't do what I want to do to be successful and I'm going to get fired because – you want to play fantasy GM. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy, one of my friends said it best. He's like, the coach told him to eat a shit sandwich and then fired him because his breath smelled like shit. That's what happened in Carolina. Yeah. Now, if you're if you're a coach that's looking like, let's say Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions, probably going to get a head coaching job somewhere next year. Would you even want to go to Carolina knowing that this is happening there? Is that that? that you get no time to succeed, you might need in football two, three years maybe to get your system up and running and get everybody on the same page with this, with young players that you need. And why would you, why like as a head coach, why would you want to go to a place where an owner is notorious for not having patience? Uh, I got one. What do you think the pay difference is between a coordinator and a head coach? It is it a massive vary. difference? It, it depends on how much money the owner wants to spend. There's because... They were talking about what one team was talking about bringing in an offensive coordinator to fix the system, and you may as well pay him the same amount as the head coach just to get it to happen. Like, so, so you can, like, the Lions can overpay to keep their offensive coordinator. Like, and I think he, I think he would actually stay because he likes being an offensive coordinator. I don't know if he wants to be a head coach. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I think could influence it is money. You could sway a guy to come with a better contract. Because again, you know, you offer him these five-year deals, and yeah. what does he care if he gets fired? If he's still going to be paid if he doesn't find another job? Well, that's exactly right. that's exactly so, it. So, and we but, saw this thing online, uh, and we don't know the exact truth of it, but we did some research on this last year when it happened with Frank Reich and the Arizona coach. Now, Frank Reich is essentially on paper. You look at it; he was fired early by the Colts, so they're still paying him for another year after this year. And then he just got fired off like a four-year deal or five-year deal with the Panthers. So they're paying him for another four years. And everyone's saying, well, now he's getting paid by two teams. Essentially, that is not correct information. Because once you get a new job as a coach on a different team, they incur what was left over from the other team's um, salary, if that makes sense. So if he was making $3 million with the Colts, he's making $6 million with the Panthers. That, That $6 million, three of it... Um, it goes back to the back to the Colts, right? If that makes sense. Either way, he's pretty well compensated now. Yeah, My question: All this is, how does this affect Bryce Young? Knowing that, you know, does it add a little more pressure to him, who's already struggling? I think it it definitely or is opens it a up issue for him. It's a non-issue for him, but it opens up that new head coach brings in his own guys. So if the new head coach, you essentially have to hire your new head coach going, do you believe in Bryce Young? If that, if that person says no, then you probably don't hire that guy because you know, as the owner of this team, you just publicly yesterday 
put all your faith back into Bryce Young and you just fired your coaches saying they're the problem, it's not Bryce. So yes, it's going to be a little bit of a hit mentally and system-wise and maybe to the ego of Bryce Young, but um, it feels like he's going to be around for at least another year based off of what their owner, Tepper, has caught himself in. Well, they gave up so much for him that yeah. you gotta you got to see it through a little bit. Well, they're going to lose the top five pick this year because of it. And and then and then to see the second overall pick, the guy that went behind Bryce Young is an MVP candidate. It's got to be like just insulting if you're if you're anybody on the Carolina Panthers right now. And if you're Bryce Young. And if you're Bryce Young. They're buddies though, aren't they? I think everybody's kind of buddies once they come in the same uh draft class together. Yeah. Uh did you okay? So this was very cool. You know Tank Dell, the wide receiver for the Texans, also a rookie. Texans drafted CJ Strout and then they met with him day one. They only do the first round draft, right? He met with the owner. He met with the GM as soon as he got drafted, as you usually do. He said to them, please, please, please draft Tank Dell. Please draft Tank Dell. Please draft Tank Dell. They went out third round. They got him. And now the two of them are just lighting it up together. It's a very cool story. And they just gave, they just put, not only did they say you are a quarterback, but we believe in decisions you're making to help this team personnel wise. Uh, I don't know how often that happens. I don't it, have any reference uh, that that you'd listen to a rookie quarterback. It rarely happens. It like Green Bay didn't do it for Aaron Rodgers, and that's part of why he left. He would ask them to do things to help him on offense, and they would refuse to do it. So he was like, "Ah, fuck it, I'm out of here." Right. I guess for the Texans' sake, though, it's like, hey, what do we have to lose? Well, that's exactly it. We were that's terrible exactly last it. year. Yeah, let's make him happy. As soon as he gets here, let's make him happy. Yeah. And also, if you're the Texans. It's kind of a win-win. He Tank Dell either becomes what he is, and you make your quarterback of the future very happy because he you went out and got the guy he wants, did, and the guy he wants ends up being really did good. Did they play college together? No. No. Or you listen to your quarterback, and the guy he wanted before he even played a snap in the NFL was awful, horrible, terrible. Then you can go to him anytime he says, I want this guy. You can be like, well, what happened to the guy you brought in the first time you were here? And they don't have to listen to him anymore. It's kind of a win-win situation. It is. Um, I've just realized as well, having the headphones in or the earplugs, it's even easier to interrupt you. I don't have to listen to anything. Well, interrupt at any point. I was joking with uh, medical. It's medical. I was was joking with Dylan um, yesterday. She's like, well, is he going to be able to do the podcast? And I was like, yeah, he probably doesn't listen to me anyway. So you can just keep talking the entire time. You just look at me and you wait for my mouth to stop moving. And to be honest, you know though, since I missed so much of the games this week, I'm uh, I'm relying on you for a lot of the week. Okay. Well, we can do that. Let's talk because but we're I'm talking... still going to interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course you are. That's the shtick here. Um, While we're talking about college draft picks and guys coming in the NFL, we talked about this earlier, maybe like five episodes ago. Caleb Williams, the quarterback to the USC, who is was at that time going to go number one overall to whoever had that pick. Then he came out and he said, I want this much money. I want percentage of the team. I don't want to be drafted to a shitty team, so I might just not go into the draft. Double down on that today. Now, USC is not winning games. They were ranked. They're not ranked now. They're not going to be in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to get a bowl game. And he is to blame for that. His, his quarterback play is not great right now. He's fallen behind Drake May as top quarterback on most people's uh, scouting list. Double down today saying, um, myself entering the draft this year will be a game time decision. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And would you want him on your team, even anyways? Like, would any NFL owner go, "Oh, well, like I totally understand what he's saying," or would everybody in the right mind go, "If he's a problem before he even gets drafted, what the hell kind of attitude is he going to have when he's actually in the league?" Yeah, I mean, you got to. He has that uh, primetime Deion Sanders attitude, hanging up on owners. It seems I don't know much about him. I don't follow him. I don't really care. Um, but your play has to back it up. You have to be the undisputed best in the nation if you're making these kind of demands. If you are the best in the nation, isn't getting ownership. No, and the best in the the best in the nation isn't bullying an NFL owner into what he wants. No, and so you're. But you're absolutely right. Like. He could have a leg to stand on or maybe just like a pinky toe to stand on if his gameplay was up to the par of what his mouth is, but it's not. So keep your fucking mouth shut, get drafted, 
get millions of dollars and then just go and play football like you like you can do. You have the ability to do it. But yeah, you're just I'm, like, I'm big on attitude. I think like attitude is one of the main things over skill. You know, to some degree, when draft a player, that's why I said at the beginning, if you remember our first season, our first like preseason broadcast, what I said about Jalen Hurts, why I thought he was going to be successful. It was just attitude, the way he yeah. carried himself. And this kid seems like he's got the opposite. He seems like he's just got the wrong attitude going about everything. Yeah. And it's you not know, the you same. Have the biggest as... opportunity in front of you. Yeah. It's not the same as Your stock is plummeting. This, that's the exact thing is like when Dion came into the league, he had kind of that attitude. Like I'm a star. I'm the guy. I don't want to go to Detroit. I'm going to go to where I want to go. Kind of backed it up. This guy doesn't really back it up. He just seems like he's going to be a problem in locker rooms. He's going to be a problem for management. He's going to be a problem for owners. Yeah. Like he's going to want his own office. Yeah. He's going to want private parking. He's going to Russell Wilson. Parking service. He's going to want all these things. That's just going to be distractions. If Russell Wilson couldn't get that on his new team and play better now, then why the hell would Caleb Williams get it wherever he goes? How about Russell Wilson? Are the Broncos for real? <sighs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? They're what, one and five, and now they're six and five? Five games in a row now? They're tied with the Eagles for the longest win streak right now. Who did they just beat? Who was last weekend's victim to Cleveland. the uh, Cleveland? Yeah, because good football team, no quarterback there. Well, uh, not no quarterback. He's a three-namer. <laughs> well, was Thompson it just me, Robinson. or did the announcers say his full name every time he touched the ball? I think with your magic ears, you're the only one that heard that, but it is the first thing you brought up today in our, our pre-production meeting here. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. I like him. I think he's good. I think he's fun. Do you think they lost that game, though, because of uh, inexperienced quarterback? Uh, no, I think they won because Denver is listen i think i think once denver got just absolutely walloped by the dolphins like a 70 burner i think that was that that was it like that woke them up and they said okay we can't. that was that was a generationally embarrassing loss yeah like that'll go down in history as a top 3 loss of all time and now since then they've been listen we're going to make the playoffs again you saw the post game interview with uh, the Broncos, uh, with Payton. They're throwing around that word, scorigami. No, what? Scorigami, it was like a unique scoreline that's never happened in the NFL. And the Broncos have two of them this year. Really? Okay. 70 to tw- 20. And? That's never happened. And this last oh, one was a 29 to 12. Okay, like two scores that like never... Those final scores have never happened until this year in the history of the NFL. That's kind of a cool stat, actually. The 70-20, I can believe, because how often do people put up over 40? Right. Um, well, but the, the he didn't like the 70-20 because he was no. on the losing end of that. Of course, so. yeah. But 29-12, yeah. thats I wouldn't have thought that would be a scoregami, but I like that word. We can. Well, that's going to be the entire 12 is rare, though. Episode. You know, 12 is rare. Scoregami is that one writing that down. That is the title of this. How do you spell that, Puya? How do you spell scorigami? Uh, I Google it, but I think it's C S S C O R E A G A M I. Scorigami. I don't know. Score. I'm guessing that E is the... There's no E after score. There's no oh, there's no? E there's score. No... I think it's S C O R. Scorigami. Okay. I'm going to look into it, but I, I'm I'm a bit willing to bet there's an E in there. Yeah. I'm willing to bet it. It's the word of the day. Uh, Broncos not in the playoffs yet, uh, but they are six and five, tied with the Colts for six and five, and the Texans. Bills are six and six for that last wild card spot. Colts in the playoffs are is pretty crazy, no? It is. I I don't know how sustainable that bowl that is, especially with their running back now missing two to three games. Yeah, that's a big. Who's the quarterback it... right now? Still Minshew. Minshew Garden. Minshew. Garden Minshew. USA's Garden Minshew. But, you know, we could see Cleveland fall out of there, too. We'll have to see how Joey Flacco does. I, I think, think he gets the start this week, no? I think it's if it's not Dorian Thompson-Robinson, um, I don't know if P.J. Walker is between P.J. Walker and, and Joey Flacco. P.J. Walker played for them earlier this year and was pretty good. in. When I don't think in. he was ever statistically good, though. Well, he won a game against the San Francisco 49ers. 
he did win a game against the San Francisco 49ers, but I don't think his stat line was very good. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Stat lines don't matter if you're winning games. No. I've always said it. I've said it to everybody. I, I agree, but it's like that one unique win you can't base the rest of the season off. You have to look at it. We talked about it before. The the QB, the backup QB comes in, wins a game. But can he do that long term? Bad QB stats typically don't work long term because you're relying on your defense to win you a game. Yeah. All the time. Uh so Joe so QB two. QB two. Who's QB one? QB one is going to be uh PJ Walker or Dorian Thompson Robinson. So you like how, the free name? Well, you I know that bugs you. And you know if I know something bugs you, I'm just gonna keep pull going. Pull up with it. pull up the NFL highlights right now and you tell me if the <laughs> announcers for the Browns said his name fully every time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Joe Flacco did get um QB one reps, first team reps this today. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah so don't, don't dispute my sources. It, I never do. Your sources are the same as my sources, and it's just each other. That's all it is. Um, I think that Browns, I said it earlier, the Browns are going to fall off. Did I not say that? You did say that. And Bengals are done now, too. Bengals are over. Their season's done. Pack it in. Not going to happen. But the Bills also coming back? I see you got uh, Let Josh Allen Play written down here. Tell us about that. You repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was because you can't hear or you just weren't paying attention. Um, I think it was not paying attention. Um, tell us about Josh Allen. It says you have let Josh Allen play. I, I can see it written down in your notes here. What, what do you mean? Tell us, tell the viewers what you mean. Listeners. So was that not Josh Allen's, I don't, I don't want to say best, but I will say best game this season it was the most exciting he was doing a lot he was like he was the man for that buffalo team no yeah he was and it worked against the eagles it was josh allen and what was he doing the defense he, he running was the ball. playing to his skill set of just scrambling running using his body being tough to take down right he yep. wasn't trying to play the way we've seen in some of the other weeks forcing passes to all his uh receivers and now the crazy thing is believe this if you want to or not. So he rushed for not 81 yards, nine times for 81 yards, two touchdowns. Guess how many times he threw the ball? How many times? 51 times. That's a lot of throws. That's a lot of throws. It doesn't seem like that though. Like watching the game, you would have thought that he ran the ball more than he threw it. No, they had a lot of possession. They did. It was a great game. It was also it pouring is. rain. But didn't help what, my family. What was the talk? That the the risk of him playing like that is getting injured. Always. With any running quarterback, the risk yeah. is always injury now, long term. Wouldn't you rather have him healthy and playing like that for two seasons over him being his mediocre self for five or six seasons? Yes and no. So him specifically in this example, yes, because their team is We're capable. talking about him specifically. Yeah. I'm not their saying team... any quarterback. I'm saying him specifically. Yes. I, I brought in other quarterbacks when I said running running quarterbacks like in, in the conversation. But this is what I'm going to say. Him, yes, because the Bills are very much in a time, in a, a little time zone of seasons where they are able to win a Super Bowl or at least get to the Super Bowl. Their Super Bowl clock is running short and it's falling behind. So they definitely need him. They need two years of Josh Allen reckless more than they need five or six years of Josh Allen uh, staying in the pocket and protecting his body. Now you say that with a guy like CJ Stroud or Anthony Richardson or Bryce Young, um, who else is a running quarterback out there? Uh, Kyler Murray, I even say right now, don't you don't Lamar want Jackson. guys. Lamar Jackson, I would say is more like Josh Allen. You want, two years of Lamar Jackson right now because they're in a Super Bowl time. Um, but the other guys that aren't going to win the Super Bowl right now, um, they you want them to stay in the pocket until you have a full, complete team that is capable of going to a Super Bowl 
then you want those guys to be reckless. Then you get want those guys to fight for extra yards. But until you have a top five team or a team that's supposed to go to the Super Bowl, you don't want those guys doing that. But now that the Bills are in that, listen, it's either this year with Stefan Diggs or it's a rebuild the year next year. So you want Josh Allen to run his head through everything to get you through the Super Bowl this year because there is no next year for this Buffalo Bills team. But I think sometimes, you know, when you try to change a player's skill set to, okay, he make him more of a pocket passer. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes, you know, what got him to the league wasn't that skill, that uh, set of skills. Right. It was something else. And maybe it's not sustainable for an entire career, but that's just the unfortunate truth of what his role is as a quarterback or a different position in the league, right? Yeah. You have to do what you're best at. That's exactly right. Imagine if Jerome Bettis was told not to run like Jerome Bettis. Yeah, he he wouldn't he wouldn't be a good football player. He had I think he had the craziest stat line of all time. He had six rushing attempts, minus one yard overall game. Six rushing attempts, minus one yard, and three touchdowns. Yeah. So what is that? He just had a few negative yards. He had, yeah, I think he had three plays where he got touchdowns with like maybe a positive yard and then maybe two to the line of scrimmage and one negative yards. Yeah. So three touchdowns minus one yard. That's, come on, that's crazy. That's one of the cooler stats in the world. It is. But, you know, when you're, punch, not to take anything away from his career, but uh, if you're just Sounds the guy like punching in from the goal line, you know, like sometimes you have these guys who just, that's their thing, right? They punch it into the goal line. Did you just say that all Jerome Bettis could ever do his entire career is just punch it in from the goal line? Did you just boil down one of the great running backs, Hall of Famer, into just a goal? Just a two-yard goal line guy. Maybe that was the role he played in that particular game. That was just the situation that came up. Punch it in all the times it came up. Well, I can't wait for feedback from our Steelers fans who who they have they want a statue for him. And you just said, why? All he can do is run it one yard for touchdowns. That's all he does. You can get anyone to do that. There's a lineman in, in Chicago named for the refrigerator that was able to do that. Harry? Yeah. 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 Uh, no, come on. You know what I'm saying. Uh, but you didn't say it, though. That's my thing. I'm saying that's what led to that particular stat line. That I don't think that was a common stat line for his career, was it? I don't know. You tell me. You're the ne- expert on Jerome Bettis now. The goal linebacker, Jerome Bettis. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. As an expert, I can tell you it was not his career stat line. <laughs> um, so we had a, a our, our first ever Black Friday um game, Amazon Black Friday game, 3 p.m. East Coast, noon here. Um I don't even that was the Broncos game, wasn't it? No, that was Dolphins well, that was Jets. Dolphins, Dolphins also Jets. a bad game. But that was bad because the Jets are a horrible football team. And don't they don't have a quarterback? They don't have an offensive line. Aaron Rodgers has been um, activated to the practice roster, so he's able to come back. They have to have him on a roster within the next twenty-one days. So that could happen probably not this weekend, but the week after, we might see Aaron Rodgers starting for the New York Jets. Yeah, I don't think they have a problem replacing any of the QBs in. In that uh, 53-man roster right now. Yeah, they could get rid of all of them, really. They could get rid of whoever. They don't care. It's a lost season. It's a lost season for the New York Jets, which is a shame for everybody watching football because it would have been cool to see what they could have done um, with Aaron Rodgers or if they still would have been bad. I'd like to see them still bad with him in there. But um, I'm just wondering if this kind of ruined a little bit of the psyche for guys like Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall moving forward. Well, Brees Hall doesn't look good at all right now. Garrett Wilson is also suffering because there's no one to throw him the ball. Like these two young players who were the talk of what was going to happen in New York Jets in the offseason because of their rookie years have been a a shadow of themselves, a shell of themselves since because they've got no quarterback to really take the pressure off of them. Yeah. What about Robert Sala? Do you think there's deserves more blame on him for going this far with I, his QB uh, choices? Uh, no, because here's what I was thinking about the other day is all those press conferences where he's like, Zach Wilson's our guy, Zach Wilson's our guy, Zach Wilson's our guy. And everyone's saying like, how is this guy still have a head coaching job when clearly the quarterback he's choosing can't get it done? Well, maybe he's not choosing him. Maybe they refuse to bring somebody else in 
like the general manager is like, no, this is who you got. And the owner's like, we can't spend more money on a quarterback. We've got Aaron Rodgers for next year. We just need you to help us get to bringing him back. So Robert Salah is going like, I've seen the other guys at practice. They are worse than Zach Wilson is. So you're, you guys are all asking me to bring in a new quarterback. I've only got two guys that, that can't do it behind Zach Wilson. So if you're giving me three guys that can't do it, I'm going to go with the guy that's at least a, a dynamic type of player who can run and like try to throw the ball, uh, even though he's not good at it, because the other guys stink. And we saw Boyle come in and Boyle six Boyle's stat line for his senior year or something in college, he threw one touchdown and 13 interceptions. And he's on an NFL team. Like that to me is insane. He and I he can backed, throw 13 interceptions. Yeah, you could you, you easily, easily. Um if I got and, Jerome Bettis on the goal line, <laughs> I give him a little shovel pass, I can throw one touchdown. Well, Jerome, you never said Jerome Bettis could catch a shovel pass. I'm joking. <laughs> um, I had something else to say about, oh, Black Friday. That's kind of my conspiracy. I don't even think it's conspiracy. I think it's fact. I think Amazon, I think I talked about this last week too. Amazon put a game on Friday so that people wouldn't go Black Friday shopping. They would sit at home, watch the game and shop on Amazon on their phones. Like, How do we get people to not go to stores and we get people to buy more stuff on Amazon Boom. Let's have a football game in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, that was the joke this year, right? That nobody died during Black Friday. Nobody was trampled. No stores were just, you know, flooded yeah. with the hooligans and it was empty. And even yeah. I went, I went But I think to... it's also people realize that the Black Friday deals are just nonsense anyway. They're just Yeah. Yeah, they are. Like you right. can get them on you can get them on TV, you can get them online now. It's no yeah. point doing it. So it's, yeah, why camp out, right? It I used went, to be you get a, a big flat screen TV for 200 bucks or something. When you yeah, say you door save $1,500, two grand or something, I don't know. Yeah, door crasher events. They don't do those like they used to anymore. Okay, oh, people um, are getting killed. Yeah, 100%, 100%. 100%. Now, you talked about Friday games being a norm next year on last week's podcast. Now, we've come up with some flaws for that because it is the NFL works with college and works with high school football programs in certain states. And have come up with terms and agreements that they will not play NFL football Friday nights. Friday nights is, I don't know if it's contractually, but agreed upon that it is for high school football, especially like Texas, um, California. I think think they actually had it in legislature, didn't they? Something maybe like that. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, didn't I send you this article? Like, yeah, I feel like you're telling me about something I showed you. You sent me uh, like an Instagram social media clip, but you didn't give me any facts to detail it. So I'm getting Listen, also you I've and never me... read the facts and details. I look at the headlines. I glance at it and I move on. I assume the rest of the story. I think you are missing. And we discuss it. I think you're misunderstanding the point of a podcast is not for you and I to not talk about things we've already talked about is for you and I to talk about things we've already talked about so that other people can hear what we have to say. Right. So if if every time you, I you said just make something, a hearing joke that I can't hear. <laughs> no, I'm saying every time I say something and you go, you've already said that to me. You can't just stop me from talking because then we will have nothing to talk about on our podcast. Okay, carry on. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. You're talking about the legislature that the uh, yes have in so, place that they don't Saturdays, want the yeah. NFL games conflicting with the college games and the high school games. Yeah, well, that's all I had to say now. So that's why they don't play football on Saturdays until December when there is no more um, college game days. Yeah, and that's why they had the Black Friday game earlier in the day so it wouldn't conflict with Bingo. high school games. Yeah, And uh, I don't know if it was high school games because it was a um, holiday in the States, but there was there was afternoon football games in college that started at 3. So they had to be done by a certain time so the college games could take effect on primetime television. Right. See, now we're giving information to the listeners instead of you and I just knowing things and deciding to not talk about them. I think the word you're looking for is you and I bickering. That's yeah. The, the people want to hear us bicker. They don't want us to just be like, yeah, you told me already for every single thing we say. Let's move on. Patriots are dead, right? Oh, they ought to be. Patriots are dead. Great, is, uh, what's his name? Zappy's coming back, no? Yeah, I think Zappy's Zappy. coming back too. Isn't this like the fourth time that uh, Matt Jones got benched or something like that yeah it's whatever's happening it's not working there they're probably going to tank and go for a uh top pick right grab a qb drake may 
Caleb Williams. That's what I'm saying. They're sitting on two wins. They're one ahead of Carolina. Yeah. They're tied with Arizona. Okay. Um, do you love That's this the- kid in the New York Giants kid? Tommy DeVito. Oh. oh, yeah. I was just about to bring him up. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. I He's love awesome. the storyline around him. Like they're just they're fully embracing this whole like New Jersey, New York, uh, yeah. Italian vibe. The they're re- leaning right into um, Sopranos. Like that's yeah. all the memes I see is Sopranos and Tommy DeVito. Um, He's celebrating with like doing the the wrist uh, flex. Uh, everything about him. He's throwing touchdowns too. He's got more touchdowns than the other quarterbacks that are in New York Giants this year. Well, it's it's such a good story because like this is the opposite of a. Uh, Caleb Williams, right? Yeah, you know, a guy coming from nothing, no, lives with his parents, no job, living with, with his parents, just following his dream, gets a chance, and he's just happy to be there, making the most of it. And you know, like he's just enjoying himself. It's a good vibe. Like he's playing well. He's you know, considering his team is pretty, pretty bad right now. His team is very bad. He's got no business winning football games. He's one of those guys where I think even if they start losing more and continue to lose. Doesn't matter how bad he plays, as long as he still has that like charis- charisma. He, well, he can be a fan favorite, but I mean, he won't get play time if he plays poorly. Well, who's going to play? Well, for this season, he could finish out this season. Well, that's Daniel what I mean. Jones is, is done. This season, done season, yeah, he he tore his ACL. He won't be back until next year. Still expected to be the starter, um, but I, I think this is like Tommy DeVito only gets the rest of this year. And then he's a backup for career. So just live it up. Play it. Like that play the way you're playing. Have that moxie. Have that swag. And then just go out there and like do what you're doing. Win or lose. Your fa- the fans are going to love you because they have no other option. Yeah. I mean, he could stay in New York and play for the Jets though right now. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. their team's gone. Yeah. He could definitely easily go over there and, and start. They have a better, they have a quarterback named Tommy DeVito. And they have a better quarterback than the New York Jets. That's insane. Uh, also, quick quarterback update with new offensive coordinator, Kenny Pickett, slinging it for over 400 yards of offense. First time in, first time since Matt Canada took over that they've had 400 yards. He gets fired first game without him, 400 yards. That's and and like Najee Harris seems to be running the ball much like a Jerome Bettis, just straight up the middle. Team seems the the Steelers seem to be back without Matt Canada, which is what the people wanted. For a very, very long time. It's times like this, I always wonder, why did they hang on to him so long when it clearly wasn't working? I know. I what know. do they see that we don't see? I think it's like a loyalty to a fault is the best way I right. can say that. Because they knew last year that, that Matt Canada wasn't good. They knew this year in the first five games that he wasn't good. So why hold on for so long? It Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me unless you are just trying to be loyal to be loyal. And then this is a flaw for for that situation. And that seems to be what's happening with the Chargers right now. I don't know how you don't fire Brandon Staley after that game this past weekend. Yeah, we thought he was one loss away. Yeah, I thought I, guess I thought do. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you don't even know. Like, they might just keep him just to keep him out of false sense of like, there's nobody else, right? Which is, it's it's just sucks for the Chargers because they're last in their division. Yeah, I know they're bad. Like they're and I did not expect them to be bad. I thought they were going to be a good football team this year. Four and seven, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, they have a good crazy. team. Like their offense on paper, their offense should be amazing. It should be amazing, but it's not. It's garbage. It's garbage. Do you want to start talking about this weekend's games? Let's do it. Uh, one last thing. Yeah, go. Your boy, one of your all-time favorite players, Cam Newton. Hall of Fame. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about this idiot for a second. I liked watching Cam Newton play football. I loved the way he played football, except for when he didn't jump on that ball in the Super Bowl. Um, I thought he was exciting. I thought he could throw the ball a mile. Um and he could run. He was he was one of the best multi-threat quarterbacks in the league at that time. And he like kind of paved the path forward for multi multi. What's the word I'm looking for? I just said it. Multi. You think I was listening? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
Uh, multi-threat. There it is. He yeah. was one of the best multi paved the way for the other guys. Now he, what did he come out and say this week that he deserves to be in the hall of fame or that he should be in the hall of fame? Something along those lines. He said that there was also, uh, I don't know when he said it, but, uh, we, we shared that clip of him talking about the Super Bowl, Right. And that bothered me. Yeah. You don't like that. You've, kn- I've known you for a long time and you brought that up a lot. Yeah. Brought it up a lot. Why don't you tell the viewers how you feel about it, the listeners? Well, he brought up some. Uh, he, I saw some interview with him, and he was talking about how, by the time it came to the Super Bowl, he just wanted it to be done. He was like, you know, we are playing late. With you know, we're, uh, it's late in the season. It's February. Uh, OTA start in March. It's been a long season. We just didn't want to be there. We just wanted to go. And it's like, well, what the hell are you playing for? That's not a Hall of Fame mentality. That's everyone's dream to go to the Super Bowl. The That's not an. That- that's not an athletic. We don't want to be here. We just want this to be over. Yeah. And it's not the winning mentality in my mind. It's so you said it's not a Hall of Fame mentality. That is not an that is not a professional athlete mentality. No. Like you shouldn't like I would I could only understand if a team was 0 and 17 or 0 and 16 in that last game. They're just like, let's just fucking get this season over with. Right. Like, but even then, you like, we cannot go without a win this season. We gotta pull this one out. We gotta pull this one out. If you won that Super Bowl, I could see him in the Hall of Fame. Now, this is my thought. Anytime so you I, get what? a league MVP, I think you're automatically in the conversation for Hall of Fame. It doesn't mean you automatically get in. But if at one point you were the best player in the league, I think that could put you in the conversation. Hey, let's look at this guy. Should he be in? I don't think he quite makes it. But He, he won MVP, right? He did win an MVP. That Super Bowl, that, that Super Bowl year, probably. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that or the year before. I think that's. I mean, I see where you're coming from, and yes, because there's what out of the in the Super Bowl era, there's 56 MVPs probably. Yeah. There's probably 300 guys in the NFL Hall of Fame, maybe 150. So at least three times that amount of MVPs. Yeah, you okay. I will agree with that statement that yes, you should at least be in the conversation. But man, there's guys with like two Super Bowls that we talk about like not making the the Hall of Fame. Like right. people people don't so think that Eli Super Manning should be the team award. So a lot of that has to do with your team. Whereas the MVP is a you know, it does based on the team around you that can give you the opportunity to do well, but it's much more of an individual award. And the Hall of Fame recognizes you as an individual, does it not? It does, yeah. But if you're only good for one or one to two years, and you That's can never saying, get it it's done, not automatic entry. It just gets you a look. I'll give you some examples in a different sport. Even like, is Russell Westbrook a Hall of Fame player? Yes. Yeah. Is Derrick Rose? No. But would you look at it? They both got one MVP. You'd, There's gonna be a lot of you. You'd yeah. look at it. You'd that... examine their their career. I don't think Derrick Rose gets in. I think Russell Westbrook does get in. The same thing with like uh, 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 Cam Newton here. I think it's enough to get him into the conversation. Yeah, and I they're going It's enough to get him in. Yeah, there's going to be people for Derrick Rose and for Cam Newton both saying that he deserves to be in because of look how good he was in those there's three years. Favorites. He was the he was they the had best. A huge exactly. Goal. People exactly. loved exactly. But you, it's the part of the Hall of Fame is longevity is being good for a long period of time. It's not being good for one season or else fucking Peyton Hillis would be in the, in the, the hall of fame. So like, you just have to, it's, you have to understand that. And I just think that Cam Newton is so delusional sometimes with the things he says is it's now at like to the point where it's laughable now before it was like, yeah, maybe he can come back and play. But now it's like, dude, you're not, you're not going to go in the hall of fame. People don't believe Eli Manning should be in the hall of fame. Two Super Bowls. He's the only team to beat the undefe- once upon a time undefeated Patriots. Yeah. Twice. The, the fact that he took down the undefeated Patriots is enough. That's yeah. enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. And he's in that family. That family, all three of them, Hall of Famers. Um, okay. Let's talk about this this week because I know that that conversation probably frustrated a lot of people because um, also was Ben Roethlisberger going to get into the Hall of Fame? Uh, that's how back to make those Steelers fans angry again. What you got this week? Game of the week. week. Very simple. Everyone's looking forward to it. No brainer. No brainer. Philly, San Francisco. In Philadelphia, I believe. In Philly. San Francisco. I'm taking San Fran. Oh, really? They're favorites. They're three-point favorites. 
it says it's going to be a high-scoring game. 47.5 is the over-under. Um, I'm taking the Eagles. Why Why the 49ers? Why would you take them? Because I think Brock Purdy is sitting at a 10% chance of making the Hall of Fame right now. I think he's going <laughs> to bump it up to 50% after this game. Jalen Hurts is probably sitting at, what, 15% Hall of Fame then? Because he's going to get MVP this year. Uh, I think he is. He Hey, he was my uh, preseason choice yes, he was. for MVP. Yes, he was. I should have locked that into a bet. Yeah, well, you just started gambling now, so you do have more information to give uh, to give these people now. Now you actually should be looking at odds when you do this stuff. Are you doing that? Have you started doing that this week? Because you just no, won I your still first. Don't, uh, I still you just won your first parlay. A lot of people don't win any parlays in their life, but I, I won on a uh, anytime touchdown. You won on five anytime touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that's hard to do. Ah, not those guys. Oh God. There's people, there's people that have like this is locked, this is easy, this is guaranteed, and it comes nowhere close. Christian McCaffrey, Jalen Hurts, these are these are guaranteed. But Jalen Hurts has to run it in, yeah, throwing it in. And he the, does. I know, but like that's he runs it in every week. He in the red zone. I bread, hate he doesn't. your guts right now. I hate <laughs> your guts right now because it's not that simple. I've never won an anytime touchdown parlay before. Well. I hope you lose every single one all year. For the rest of the year, I hope you lose every single one. I'm never going to bet again, so I never lose. Are you never going to bet again? Are you not going to bet again? No, no, I'll blow blow everything I uh, want betting. Yeah. That's the way it goes. So you're not going to give us a casino before. I know how gambling operates. Are you not going to give us anybody a preview of who you you like anytime touchdowns this week? No, I got to do a full analysis. I mean, the obvious choices are the, you know, the Christian McCaffrey's, the Tyree Kills, but. I got, I got to do an in-depth of who's playing who. Well, will you at least tell me so that I could, when you do do it? I'll I tell you. Hey, hey, when I come down with my bets, I'll, I'll play some. But the realistic thing is I never win again. I know this. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to tell you. That's why I'm saying I don't want to keep betting. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, well, then end it now. You did good. Um, okay, so that's easily the game of the week. Well, who's the? What's the worst team game of the week? Oh, man. You, Oh. You did that. You started doing that. You can't give up on it now. Well, we Bad got a team game. Jets. We got Indy, Tennessee. So Indy's in a playoff but... game right now. Indy's in a playoff spot right now. Yeah, I just, I don't. Are their games exciting? What about this? This is my bad game of the week. Jets, Falcons. Yeah. Falcons are a bad football team. Jets are a bad football team. At least every other game has one good uh, Patriots, Chargers, that's a bad football game, bad team football game. Chargers should just crush them. They should. Chargers they should. is one of my picks. It's also one of your picks. Yeah, we both have Chargers winning this week. But yeah. also, why? They are not good. So why do we think this? Because they're better than the Patriots. I think... they're losing When theory, they're losing, they're not getting crushed. They're missing I, by a score or something. Yeah, I think... But this, they have outscored other teams this year. I think the players on the Chargers have given up on the coaching staff and won't go out every weekend trying to win because they know that the coaches should get fired very quickly. Yeah. But the Patriots aren't going to be able to score. No, the Patriots are garbage. So that's a, those are two bad team football games. We can avoid those ones on our on our uh weekend. Who yeah. uh who else you got next? I took the Steelers cuz I like that they fired their offensive coordinator. I think they're going to do well. I like that. The Steelers I like, are I, I five like and a half. Move in the right direction. I like teams that follow. But you can't the just right sit. Direction. You can't just stand in water and exactly. expect it not to to eventually drown. Um, Steelers are are favorites to win by five and a half points. Uh, Forty one point five is the over under. Um, and your last game, which well, you I took the I took the tap in. The Bucks over the Panthers. I don't think that's a tap in. It should be. But they're only well, five point I, the favorites. The tap in is Carolina is statistically the worst team in the league. It's most the highest probability that they will lose. That's but here's 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 the thing that's going to fuck you up on that. They just fired their head coach, interim head coaches on their first game in like the last ten uh, gate times that has been fired are ten and zero. Oh, yeah. So there's your flaw for picking the the Bucks. So I also could have just made up that stat, but I'm pretty sure it's correct. <laughs> Uh, so I wouldn't go too hard on uh, on the Bucks Panthers this weekend because I have no idea what's going to happen with that game. Um, I have the Chiefs versus who's the Packers in Green Bay. Chiefs are six point favorites. That is the Sunday night game. 
I'm hoping it's a blowout, but I don't know what Chiefs team we're going to get because they suck at throwing the ball if it's not to Travis Kelsey. Ah, he's got, he seems like he might have his receiver, that uh, Rice guy. Yeah, Rashid Rice is coming on strong, but I mean, they're not looking like the strongest Super Bowl favorite team right now. No, they're not. Um, but and they're I, slippery. They are sneaky. They well, yeah, they're still just be still good. Patrick Mahomes. It's still Patrick Mahomes. It's yeah. all, you're always going to be favored to win if you have Patrick Mahomes on your team, I believe. It's like Michael Jordan. Uh, then now I have the uh, second team, Colts over the Titans. Colts are one-point favorites in Tennessee. Uh, that's 10 a.m. on Sunday. And then my last pick is a team we talked about a lot today. That is the Broncos um, over the Texans. Now, that's an upset spec. No, that was last week. Screw me. I'm not doing that. That's what I have written down from last week. Broncos are in Houston. They are 3.5 underdogs. That's a good game, actually. Um, what's the, I have Chargers, Colts, Chiefs. That's it. I had the Chargers with you. That's why I messed that up. Sorry, everybody. Don't bet on the Broncos. Because I think the Texans I'm win. the one with the disability. No, you can't hear. I can't talk. It doesn't bode well for us at parties. <laughs> thank you everybody for listening uh next week we will be better probably uh no maybe i don't know have a good weekend enjoying football um good luck with that uh hearing appointment there Puyo. thank you i'll let you know my locks for the week hey if you're a fan of formula one then i've got the perfect podcast for you the pit stop podcast presented by the ordinary podcasting network After every single race of the Formula One schedule, Jordan and Tyler will break it down, give you some news, analysis, insight, before answering your questions and setting you up for the next race. That's the Pit Stop Podcast, available everywhere you get your podcasts. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.